to the show. This is a Grashling party. That is Year of Self by Talk Time uh, as our intro music. The name is Year of Self. That's the song. Talk Time. That's the band. Grant, that's me. And Ashlyn, that's me. I said, that's the info. That's the info for the intro. That's the intro info. Intro info. We got the intro info in. What is this show? Ashlyn, what is this show? Well, I have officially joined this show as your co-host. Uh, it's official now. It's officially official. And we're making we've, we've it booted the show. official. Triply official. Because this is our episode where we don't have anyone with us. This is just us. It's just us, baby. You and me. So, Two computers in the dark. Yeah, so if you don't like if you don't like me and you don't like Grant and you're hoping for a yeah. guest. What are you doing here? I'm just saying that if the viewers were hoping for a guest, there's not going to be one. Well, I'm afraid to tell you we have no viewers. We have some listeners, but no viewers. They cannot oh, see yeah, us. Oh, yeah, that's true. Thankfully. Thankfully, there's so, nothing yeah. to see. Not yet. Nothing to not see yet. here. Not yet. Nothing to see here. <sighs> but I still retain the air horn, uh, the trigger. That's in your in your contract. Too. Mm-hmm. That's the rider, the one rider. Yeah. So now we get to really explore what is this show when there's nobody else here but just us. Just us. Um, yeah, I'm pretty and we excited. We talk already. We talk already throughout the day. We talk. And then it's like, what are we going to talk about on the podcast? One thing I want to talk about on the podcast that we talked about earlier that I watched you play for the most part and finish, I want to talk about Death Stranding. Oh man, yeah, I'm pretty excited. Uh, I wonder should should I keep this spoiler free or should I uh, spoil away? I mean, I guess if you're spoil away, yeah, I was going to say let's. This is Death Stranding, the video game for the PlayStation Four console, uh, which uh, was made by Kojima, Hideo Kojima, uh, uh, who is the creator of the Metal Gear Solid franchise. And then created, which you've never played. We played like a little bit of some of the Metal Gear games, but this was your first Kojima production. Yeah. And I was first drawn to it because uh, I'd heard it was a very like soothing game to play. So the, the premise of the game is that you're a delivery man in this post-apocalyptic world making deliveries. And you just have to carry all these boxes and walk across like quite large landscapes. Uh to deliver them uh and you know i man that game was 50 hours long um and i the the story i mean the story we'll get into the ending and just the whole story but 50 hours of like intense world building interspersed with really long boring walking like a lot of like walking But you love the walking. The walking was the walking is the core gameplay. Yeah, I did like. Well, I mean, yeah, I think I I don't know if you liked it. You know, so I uh, I guess I've sort of um, accepted that I'm a gamer girl. I never thought I was a gamer girl. Uh, Yeah, you kind of are. You're 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 as big of a gamer as me, if not if not bigger. You know, I think it's because there was a lot of stigma for a long time against like 
so-called casual games like Nintendo and uh, mm. and those sorts of games. And so I always sort of thought like, oh, well, I'm not a real gamer because I don't play like Halo or like the games with the big guns. Um, yeah. Uh, but Although you I do, do like shooting. You do like, do shooting. like we shooting. Fort- we played Fortnite uh, together yesterday. We won our first time playing together in a in a squad. We squatted up as husband and wife. Yeah, and, and we, then we won, won. which you, is you killed everybody. I killed every person on that battlefield. Um, I've yeah. talked about it before in the episode. It's funny because in the episode before you join as co-host was uh, I was hanging out with Jessica and Reed Hallstrom. And I told you that I talked about you on that show, but I was talking about you and your capacity for murder, like how you much <laughs> you loved like the murder shows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I now mean, it's just like I'm painting such a picture of you a that's dark just like photo of me. <laughs> if just you ever like, murder me, if you ever murder me, I think you're going away. Oh, I definitely will. I mean, I'm not very good at like lying or hiding things. I, I just am not. I'm very an open book. Um, Anytime we've played lying games like uh, uh, Code Names or whatever it's called. Uh, oh, what's yeah the oh the one where you spies. Resistance. The resistance. 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 You yeah. can't ask me a direct question, and I and like I lie. can't lie with a direct question. Yeah. It's it's too much for me. Um, I just can't do it. Uh, so yeah, I I mean I don't even know. I, I guess I'd heard uh, Death Stranding was a delivery game, so I was more drawn to that. But there is guns in it. You do shoot these. They're I not mean, bullets. They're not bullets. You're, 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 not, shooting, you're not shooting bullets. You're shooting pee. Pee and blood. So that's a weird thing. So basically, your character is like Sam Bridges, and he uh, he has a super special power, which is revealed later, where his blood can kill the BTs, which are these dead monster things that float around and they're invisible. You also and have ends a up baby. literally standing for what is, what is BT that's beached thing, right? Beached thing. Yeah. It stands beached for thing. beached thing, which is because the afterlife is a beach and you can go back and forth between the beach and here because you're like, you're special, but the beach things are trapped in between the two. So they're all monstery. Um, but don't worry, you can shoot them with your blood gun um, and your blood rifle and your blood grenade launcher and eventually your blood rocket launcher. Um, so that's – and we haven't even covered the part where you have a baby strapped to you. Well, and, hold on. Let, 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 let's also set the game up a little bit more because this is okay, – so you, this game – Yeah, you right, set I'll it up. give you a little, a little bit of like the Wikipedia intro of it. So mentioned it's uh, from Kojima. Came out in 2019 uh right it it came out in november 2019 for the playstation 4 which was and oddly was very prescient to the pandemic because it takes place in a world in a sort of apocalyptic version of the world that's not with like cities on fire but just a lot of empty space and so you're playing as sam porter bridges and a lot of the focus on the game was how cinematic it looked there's a lot of so Sam is played by Norman Reedus, who uh, and it looks a, like him. It definitely just straight up looks like him. Yeah, there's a lot of like mocap, motion capture things that they did. And they spent a lot of time getting the exact like it looks. It looks not convincingly live action, but it does look exactly like the actors. And he he's in there with Mads Mikkelsen, Guillermo del Toro, 
The film director ends up playing a supporting character that's there quite a bit. Conan O'Brien, for some reason, also supplies a voice. I think, I think possibly tons of. I noticed there. Yeah, there's a fair amount of like recognizable faces, and the plot is bizarre. The plot is completely insane. Just it it follows the freelance courier transporting cargo to central not city, but then he's interrupted by time fall, uh, which is what is time fall? It's is rain that, when that makes end- you age. Okay. Yeah. So then he receives mm. assistance from fragile, fragile. That's a woman. Fragile. Played by Leah Fragile. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All of the women's names are like... Mama. Mama, Fragile, Little Baby. Um, anyway, then you you go to Capital Not City after you kind of get through some of the things you're talking about to meet Dead Man, which is Guillermo del Toro, who's a doctor uh, that gives you morphine, and also, I think a lot of the monster energy drinks. There's a lot of like monster energy product shots, which amused me to no end. Of you just, can drink you just monster energy. Yeah. It's just I think there. that marketing worked on me because now I do drink monster. And you didn't really start until after we played the game. So I think I'm really easily susceptible <laughs> to, to just having my mind taken over by marketing. I'm in this I mean, Mario mood because it's Mario marketing time. It's Mario marketing time. It's a Mario marketing time. So basically you're trying to fix America by walking across it uh, from one coast to the other coast and like tying together these different delivery points that then become linked. And there's a very convoluted plot. And then there's a character named Die Hardman who becomes because president. His favorite movie is Die Hard. That was... Is that... That's Is that why, why in the he game? called it. No, in the game, it's because he didn't die very much. But the reason that Kojima called him that is because he just likes the movie Die Hard and wanted a character named Die Hardman. Yeah. But, okay, we've gone a long time, but you still haven't explained the baby? Yeah, so I'm sorry. The baby, uh, so let me, help me. So Okay, so. You first have to incinerate a body but eventually you get a bb which is a baby that is also your controller that's like crying to you for sustenance um you should explain the baby i i don't know basically there's a baby that's strapped to your chest the whole time you play and when it gets upset or if you like trip over a rock which i did all the time because I don't have time to properly walk around. I'm playing a game. I want to go as fast as I can. I got to go fast. So uh, you have this baby attached to your body. And when you trip, it starts to cry, uh, the baby in the game. But the sound doesn't come from the TV. It comes from your controller. And in order to soothe your baby or your BB, your BB, uh, you have to rock your controller gently to soothe it. Um, it's pretty bizarre. So the baby can help you spot the monsters. Um, and yeah, you know, I, I really, I love that baby. Uh, you know, I, I definitely, I would say played a little bit more recklessly. Uh, so you're supposed to make these deliveries and they're supposed to be safe, but I like to ride in big trucks and drive them off cliffs and fall off the cliffs and uh because you know it's just a lot it's a lot to walk the whole way 
because you're walking all the way across America and then eventually in the game you have to walk all the way back uh <laughs> Well, and you don't get trucks right away. Like it, the trucks are like a nice little perk if you're able to get a uh, truck. You don't get a truck. You don't even get a blood gun until like three chapters in. So you're like suffering. And then um, it was tough to watch you play sometimes because it was just a lot of suffering. Yeah. And okay. So the other thing, I mean, it just feels like there's so many facets to this game and none of them, like they all work. Like I can't tell if I love this game or I hate this game. Cause sometimes I just love it. Uh, and I would be playing what, it. Like, what do you oh, love most so about it? What do you love most about it? What do you hate most about it? So one thing I really liked was that his whole concept with the game is that it's the first strand-based game. It's the first strand-based game. So his thing was that uh, you're joined up with people online so you can use other people's ladders and trucks. Uh, so it'd be really fun to be walking around and being like, oh, there's somebody's ladder and you can like award a like to it. Um, and somebody, you know, other people can use your structures, your ropes. Um, so I really liked that part. Um, and I did really like fighting the monsters because you would walk for like an hour and then you would come across the monsters and then you go like, pew, 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 pew. so it's kind of a very different back and forth gameplay experience. Uh, so, okay. So here's something, and this, I mean, this is not just me who's complaining about this common complaint for the game the story is very good but it's also like very convoluted and uh so i decided yesterday i was like well you know i've got one chapter left for this game i think i'm getting close to the end so i'm just gonna finish it just gonna finish it and there's a point in the game where you literally in front of you have an hour and a half of video game cutscenes. Just an hour and a half of like, and like exposition. Like it's all like, let us explain that you are the son of this character and that this BB is like this person's child. And like this woman is related to this woman. And she, each character has to have their own like monologue, uh, which was great the first 15 minutes. Uh, But then an hour and a half into these monologues, there's only one scene where you could actually press a button and it was to basically stop the end of the world. You had to hug this woman. So it was like you walked up to her and then you hugged her. And then it was like, okay, more cutscenes. Like we got to just keep plowing through this story. We just got to plow through. Uh, so there was a lot of like talking, a lot of talking, a lot of cutscenes, a lot of like info dumps. Um, I mean, I don't even really understand. Like, I had to, like, look up what actually happened. Like, this woman was going to bring about the extinction of the world, and then she joined her beach with other beaches. And then and then at one point, Grant was, like, walking by through in the middle of this three-hour-long movie that I was watching. And one of the characters was like, we're not, like, Mario and Princess Peach. We're Mario and Princess Princess Beach. Beach. Because Princess they were like on a beach. beach. They were on a beach, and so they were. My, it's I the the dialogue in it was the and you played an ending for like an hour. It yeah, was like it an was hour long, long. In this ending, where the credits kept going and then stopping and then there were two the, sets of mom credits. or it was your sister who was who kept lecturing who was I don't she was my mom's just, sister. If you she could explain the plot to me, I would be so grateful. I, I watched you play it and I could not 
even looking at Wikipedia just now, I can't I, I can't summarize the story. It's hard to summarize succinctly. I, I would recommend uh, anybody who's interested reading the Wikipedia, uh, even though it will spoil you because I mean, it's just a lot, it's a lot to take in. Cause yeah, this, so my mom is also my sister because her soul got separated from her body. And then now, but she was the president, but she's also like not my mom because she's also an extinction entity, which means she's trying to bring about the death of the world, which is another thing where it's like, oh my God, are women just like mamas or like extinction entities? So I loved it. I loved every minute. I really love making deliveries. And I don't know if I'll keep playing it. I'm I'm not much of a like completionist. I really like to just do the story and then like be done. Uh, Did it give you more appreciation for the uh, deliveries that you order in yeah. real life? Yeah, I would say so. But also, I I mean, I wish they would ride little motorcycles and and carts and uh, you know. But yeah, I definitely did. I mean, they were climbing you know climbing up hills and stuff. Uh, so yeah, that I mean, and now I just I don't know what to do with myself. You know, I I I, I always find it hard to play games that are very long because after they're over, you know, you've spent fifty hours in a game and you're like, now what? Um, right. And we don't really have we have one game coming out on Friday that we're both excited about, which Super is Mario 3D World and, and Bowser's, Bowser's Fury. Fury. Um, I know the the early reviews have me feeling like it's going to be disappointing considering how much I've been looking forward to it. But 2020 was also disappointing. Well, like, well, sure. <laughs> but, but Mario Odyssey I've talked to, it's just like, I just love it so much. It's just, uh, I, I went yeah. back to it and decided to be a completionist about it. And then it just, it, then I got the Mario bug biting me. It just bit me. So now I'm ready for some new Mario and this one we can play together. Although we enjoyed playing Odyssey together too with Cappy. You played with Cappy. Cappy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's one of our main hobbies. And the other new hobby is now we're podcasting together, and we're going to find new hobbies that are more just playing games and doing work and stuff. We yeah, don't know what those yeah. are, but but you know, I feel a lot of people are gaming. I, I mean, we didn't. What's interesting is that we didn't start out as a gaming couple. I don't think. I mean, I don't. I the Switch, I think, is the system that we've both sort of like most recently gotten into, uh, and really enjoyed. Uh, because yeah. I think we kind of were a gamer also... couple early on. I feel like um, not immediately. You're right. Not not in the way that we have become more and more. But uh, you, yeah. I think that was an attractive part of you early on is that we could play games together. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. I definitely am not like I wasn't not completely knowledgeable. But I think what's what's like so uh, attractive about games. I mean right now but like i just think there's so many uh so many great games that are coming out and it's finally having the time to like sit and play them and enjoy them i think even more than like tv like sometimes i wish you know people have people say like well what are you watching and i want to be like i don't know like watching is boring now i want to play like i want to tell you about death stranding or i want to tell you about I mean, I went through big Animal Crossing phase. Um, I'm getting back Talk into Stardew Valley. Talk to me about, yeah, there's usually, so on the other side of your murder spree compulsion in video <laughs> games, also, you also like to build a nice home. Yeah, I wish I, I wish I got more into like RPGs because I feel like 
but you know they're t- they're big time sink. Um, yeah, I love games where you can like just collect things and make make money through various tasks. Uh, mm-hmm. I love like making little homes. So uh, I played Animal Crossing for a long time. You know, dropped a couple hundred hours in there, more than a couple hundred, four hundred hours. Like that. But you're not. Yikos. You're not. I mean. It's- it's 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 i think you left it on at night on sometimes too yeah yeah i mean and i really enjoyed it um but i mean the problem with animal crossing is like there's no end game really right. and yeah, also there's no finish yeah i feel like there was a, a lack and you know other people have talked about how there's like a lack of like some of the story components that used to be there in older games like uh we used to have like a cafe where you could like learn all of your villagers' favorite foods. Like it just, it, I think it needed more like mini games. I mean, I did drop 400 hours into it. So of course I'm going to be bored at a certain point. Um, Stardew Valley, I like, it's another, it's a Harvest Moon uh, game that's come up that uh, it's one guy basically said, I'm just going to make the most perfect Harvest Moon game. Um, and I've played through it. Designer. Yeah. The designer of the game literally was like, I want to make the best version of Harvest Moon. Yeah. And he did. I mean, he's done a great job. It's so, I mean, we've also been using games to be social too. I mean, uh, you like, I've been playing Rocket League with your brother, Gavin, and you have been playing Stardew Valley with him and your niece. Yes. My niece likes to play. She's four. She just names all the animals. I guess I could say our niece. It's weird though. It feels weird, but I guess that's right. Yeah. It was, married, yeah, it is our niece. Yeah. to her by marriage. My niece through marriage. Yeah. That's and, your niece. And, yeah. And well, she would call you Uncle Grant. She would call me uncle, so I would call her niece. Yeah. So, but it's sort of weird. To, it's a, That's a thing in which, I mean, because we're not long for being married. We've only been married for two years. Two and, half, and some, Two and a half years. Not quite half. February is not quite half. Yeah. Well, we legally got married in February, so we've been legally married for three years. You're right. We have legally been married for three years, according yeah. to the government records. The government records. Um, what was the a- day? What was the, I? Because I I remember our actual wedding. Day, I should uh, uh, I should look it up. I think it's the twenty something. Um, clearly, I, I don't mean because. Yeah, because we, we, we at the time date. we were even like, let's not remember this date because we'll get we're gonna remember the the November date. Yeah, I always just remember. Oh yeah, February. I'm always like, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah it was sometime in February where we just went to some guy's house and signed some papers, and then he was like, all right, you're married. And I was like, all right, fine. Yeah, it's marriage is like both really different and also like yeah, you just go to some guy's house and like fill out some paperwork. <laughs> like, isn't sure. that weird? Like, yeah. it's, I mean, it is like, it, it, I mean, it's also like m- making a beautiful commitment to each other in front of friends and families, but it's also just like this guy faxed a form into the government. <laughs> mm-hmm. Into the government, just the big government building. The, the big government. government. Yeah. The they government. just like throw it in there. Uh, there's just like a big pile of, yeah. It's of just just <laughs> marriage paperwork and just one guy the government guy who has to sort through them. That's how naive yeah. we are, but we are about how it actually, yeah. Somebody just sends it up a tube and then government marriage gets it. tube, the marriage tube. I wish that was, yeah. yeah. 
So your ideal video game would be something where there's a lot of killing, but then also you get to go to back to a nice home. Well, there was there was a game which maybe I would love to replay uh, that I really enjoyed called Moonlighter, where you, hmm. uh, which an indie game which I don't think I don't think uh, was very popular. I mean, I think it was popular, but I don't think it it's not like Stardew Valley level popular. Um, but basically you go and fight in dungeons and you gather rewards, which you then take back to sell in your shop and make money. Um, and I loved that game. I think I played that like obsessively for four days until I beat it. Cause I just was like, this is so fun. Like you just kill monsters and then you sell stuff in your shop. And the people. Let's imagine, let's imagine if we could create a game for your interest specifically let's try to let's try to imagine that first of all would you be playing as a human would you be playing mm. as an animal would you be playing as an alien or a monster i do like humans where you can like customize them i think that's yeah. such a cool feature of games nowadays uh you think you'll get you into s- cyberpunk at some point yeah i feel like when cyberpunk is fixed i'll probably i mean i'll probably enjoy like running around in that like uh uh they had for grand theft auto though i did play i just i'm not very good at shooting like i'm really not very good at it um and part of the reason is that when we were kids me and my two older brothers uh we would play goldeneye a lot like every every child does in america we were in canada one's our age um but we didn't actually play like the shooting part that often we'd often just make up our own rules you know it's like slappers only like is one you just proximity minds you know but we'd actually do this version of the game called office where all we would do is just play as characters walking around in the world and like hanging out i guess we would just role play with goldeneye we would kind of do that too we'd make up like we did that with the original super smash brothers um my brother mark and i uh where we would kind of just like we'd have a battle between say Fox and Kirby. And then whoever won that battle owned that stage. And so you were trying to like take over the world with like your character. And so if Kirby lost, then you had to pick like another character to like fight oh, back. That's fun. You'd, you'd go until all the, until the roster, which was a lot smaller because now the roster is like gigantic it's in the too, latest yeah. smash brothers. It's too big. I wonder Here's if my thing with Smash Bros. I, I wonder version. if they'll cut it down, but for me, I don't. I don't super care about it getting bigger. What I care about is that it's frustrating to play and then like lose half the time. And when we try to play together in Smash, we usually get our asses kicked online because everybody's yeah. so good at it. I wish there was more co-op, which is why I'm excited about Mario 3D World. Which is, it's just I just want more co-op games that are nice. Yeah, that are nice, and and I also think that the co-op is even because often the co-op. I mean, with Mario Odyssey, you know, you're you're Cappy, which is basically you just kind of spin around. Like you just there's not much like actual co-op in it. Um, and it would be fun to have more games that were like true, 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 true two-player co-op. Um, and didn't feel like stilted a little bit. Uh, even when we were playing Pikmin, which we played together a little bit, and then I got very into, 
um, I felt like the co-op was a little, it was just too hard to manage who is going where. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just cause it's, yeah, it just wasn't really designed for it. Um, but yeah, I guess the, you know, a couple of the games together, blames together. No, I, I flames together. There we go. <laughs> Do you think it's, um, yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I, I enjoy it. It's one of the things, you know, this is one of the things we do. Yeah. Do I think it's more yeah. active than a movie. Uh, you yeah. know, it's a bit, it's a bit more like more active, but yeah, now we're running into the problem, especially in this like pandemic, uh, phase where, you know, we sort of like, it's like, we kind of run out of games to play a little bit, like, because, yeah. you know, you're waiting, I would say waiting for like the tent pole games, which are like mm. the big, you know, second Zelda Mario games, you know, there's obviously tons of indie games, but you know, I feel like we've been waiting for Mario 3D World and I'm waiting for Persona, which is another game that I sunk 50 hours into, 50, 60 Persona hours 5, into. right? Persona 5. Um, um, yeah, you're a PlayStation gamer and I'm a Nintendo gamer. Oh my God. I guess I am. That's disgusting. My family's going to tell me. Stardew Valley you can play on, Fortnite, all the games we've mentioned. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Those are PlayStation games. But oh my gosh! All I want to do is play Mario. I just want yeah. Mario, 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 Mario. And Mario, I was Mario. like, I was like, are you ever going to finish Spider Man? Like, I want to watch Spider Man. Yeah, I do need to finish Spider Man. We should be doing that right now. Is what I like. All this talk about video games has got me being like, we should just just shut off this games. podcast and just playing and playing video games. Maybe we should. No, we are going to talk a little bit more because this is part of court ordered uh by the government i'm just kidding Can has you to imagine? Go an hour. oh my god could you imagine if in the future which they will because they just unionized the influencers so who knows what's gonna happen there's gonna be court ordered podcasts where it'll be like you have to make a podcast to like atone like you have to like you did a crime so you need to like now make a 12-part podcast about like why it was bad I'm into that. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I guess like it'd be fun to like listen to it. Yeah, um, I want I, I want to listen to your court ordered podcast. A court ordered podcast where somebody's trying to because you're an like, influencer jail. You're an influencer jail because you got canceled. So now you've got to do a twelve wow. part podcast series to reflect on your crime and influencer figure jail. out figure out uh, how you're going to pay your debt to society. I really that's like my, that. That's my, pitch. that's my pitch as a uh, criminal justice reformist futurist. <laughs> that's uh that's my contribution. I mean, you know, I've yeah. Now from uh, we have um, our neighbor, Sierra, she, she's excited to do the pod on Saturday. She was just texting me like, Hey neighbor, looking forward to, and oh, she's asking so nice. if she wants to do like a, her mom's birthday is that same day. And she's going to have a, a shout out to her mom. Oh. Uh, pretend it, I should uh, spoil that. Uh, but, and wants to help us or wants us to help her. That's so sweet. Uh, uh, make sure her mom is distracted also for a little bit so she can prepare like a Valentine's day surprise for her. Oh mom. yeah. That's really, so wait, is her mom's birthday on Valentine's day? Let me look at the text. Her mom's birthday is on Saturday. Oh, okay. So she 13th. Says, 
Same day as our, she as says, our niece. She says, I'm going to have something for you and your wife Saturday, the day of the pod. And I say, no, please don't. And then she says, I'm doing a surprise for my mom, Rona, on Saturday, day of the podcast episode with me in it because she will be my Valentine for Valentine's Day. <laughs> doing That's a surprise really inside the house picnic. She's been wanting to boil seafood again. Thank you so much, neighbor. She says, uh, got just about everything. Got to get the food and drinks. So I'm going to help her. All right, fine. Cool. Well, that's coming cool. up on the podcast. That's also that's the segment of Grant sort of mumble reads his texts because I can't. Yeah, this is the mumble the mumble bore core uh, mm-hmm. text reading part of the pod. Yeah, um, which you know we're we're into here at the pod here at the pod. I think that's. I was being encouraged on Clubhouse yesterday to write. What if you changed the, your name to Grant Poddy? <laughs> <laughs> well, it would be your name too. I know it's true, but I was just thinking specifically because as we're recording this, it says Ashlyn and then Grant Pardy, and I was like Grant Poddy, Poddy, Poddies. It just Pod- sounds too much like Poddies. Poddy. That's if our uh, if we were from Boston, Bad oh, Poddies. Yeah. You know, Bad so bodies. we also haven't talked about my other obsession, which I've you know sort of hidden away from you because I do it in the morning. Uh, mm. GeoGuessr, <laughs> mm. but thinking so. GeoGuessr is this online game. Highly recommend if you're, you know, looking to have a thrill, a morning thrill, where you get Google Maps dropped somewhere and then you have to guess where you are. But it reminds me that I would love. I mean, I know you you're not a big Boston fan, but I I would love to go to Boston and that I don't think I've ever really been to like that part of the States before Boston or New I need to England. Amend my, I need to amend my boss. It's, it's more of just a, it's an unnecessary sports, a dislike for their sports team and some of the Boston. Well, never mind. I'll just stand by it. I'm just saying we, that I, I feel we like could go to Boston. That. Yeah, we could go and it would be fine. Cause Hopefully. I would, I, I would, I, well, as I play this geo guesser game, uh, I mean, there's so huge swaths of, I mean, the, the swaths of the world, but I'm trying to guess where I am in America. And it's, I'm like, wow, this is really pretty. I would love to go here. Because um, all, I mean, all of the world is a beautiful, wonderful place when you've been trapped inside for months and months and months. Um, yeah. But it's, yeah, it's made me have like a greater appreciation for like different parts of the States. You know, I, I didn't think I have been dropped several times in Virginia. And wow, I'm shocked at how pretty Virginia is. You know, we're really sleeping on it, maybe. When you say you've been dropped in, you're talking about in the game. You're not talking in the about, game, not in real life. Yeah, you in the game. You haven't been dropped out of an airplane into Boston. No, you get dropped Virginia. somewhere, and basically, you walk. You can walk around by clicking on the arrows, just as you would in Google Maps Street View, and you're trying to figure out where you are. So I usually look for, for signs first. Um, then I'll look at trucks to see if they have any indication of what city they're in. Um, you'd be surprised how hard it is to figure out what state you're in. Often I can get a city name, but I cannot get a state name for the life of me. Because you're allowed to look around at buildings and car plates, license plates and stuff. You can go so like- really far. You can like literally go, you know, for as long as you want like you can walk down a road until you reach a highway um but yeah the problem is is that 
it turns out that a lot of places they don't actively say like, oh yeah, you're in California, like on a street sign. Um, cause people usually aren't like, you aren't so playing confused. the game, aren't at the world that way. They're not dropped They're in not, blind. Yeah. Of like, wait, what state am I? Sorry, I wait, where am I? Uh, so yeah, I, I, uh, so that's the fun. It sounds like it's a game where you get to imagine being kidnapped and then you escape and you have to figure out where you are in time. That's a great way of thinking of it. And maybe I should think of that next time. Like, oh, I've been kidnapped. Um, because usually I'm just like, wow, it's pretty to like drive around and like see where I am and and try to guess based on the trees. Uh, yeah, I've, I've I need so a far. Narrative. So I need some sort of extra narrative onto there, and oh, that's okay, that's yeah. it. It's like you're looking for your, you got to save your life. Yeah, you got to have a. Is there a timer on it, or is it just like? Well, they have different guess? modes. So, for example, um, you can do competitive mode where we could be against each other. Uh, and you also do get a re- awarded points based on uh, how close you are to the actual location and also how fast you find it, I believe. Uh, so there are, there's also like leaderboards and stuff. Like this is a whole thing. People are really into it. Um, and, you know, maybe I'm going to get really into it as well because, I'm, <laughs> you know, maybe it's just the vendetta, but I'm finding it very soothing to kind of try to guess where I am and, and look around. Uh, but yeah, there's no like winning. I mean, I did get twice so far in the week that I've been playing it. I got within like an intersection of the actual location. So that's really I don't know close. If that that's really impressive. Impresses I'm really, you? It does impress me. <laughs> it does deserve the air horn. You're right. Thank you for the. I was like prompting you. Here. I was like, are you? And perhaps not by me. Yeah, um, I am. I also have yeah. done stupid things though, where I'm like, "Yes, this is clearly in Washington State." And it's been like, "No, you're in Florida, you idiot." <laughs> Oof. 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 So you know that's been a fun game. What 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 have you been playing? You know, husband of mine. We've been talking a lot about my gaming preferences. You just like Mario, which is why I'm like not asking almost because. You're just going to be but like, you, you know that, red hat. But you know that's not true. And also, no, yeah, red hats belong to Mario. And I'll continue making that point until I die. Red hats aren't until, for racists. They're yeah. for Mario. They're for Mario. They're for Mario. Red Mario had the red Mario. hat first. Uh, I've, I scored seven goals in Rocket League yesterday in a match oh playing gosh. with Gavin. Yeah. And, uh, you know, look, I'm not saying it to brag, but look, seven goals. I mean, you're not, you're not going to come across a seven-goal game every day. I've I've yeah. play, I, Rocket League. I, I love going back to because uh, it's the best sports game that's ever been made. Um, I tried to get my mom to download it today. Actually, uh, I was like, "You should download Rocket League so you can play." With somebody your needs to write a story about us, not how we started a little free library. Though somebody did write a story about well, we were included. Remember that was pretty fun. Yeah, for a minute, getting interviewed talking about the little free library. Our little free library is freaking popping off. It, it is, is like it t- is a lot. We had at the beginning we had to like sort of supplement a lot of our own books into it to keep it lively, but uh, not the case anymore. It's like just perpetuating itself, which is so cool to see. And it's like, like the it's little free library cool. game has been pretty fun to just like plant that little community thing see? and then yeah. watch it 
it, uh, watch it blossom, watch it grow. It's also been fun now that I'm thinking of community neighbor stuff, um, getting in, uh, the, like, uh, even though we've been so isolated, you know, you see neighbors a bit more and more, yeah. uh, just because you're, you know, I'm not leaving the house, but like, I'll go out for a walk or I'll go see the cats outside or I'll, I'll, I'll try to exit outdoors, even if it's just to go to the end of the driveway or walk around the block and seeing people who you, and then seeing them at like neighborhood council meetings uh, yeah. is cool. Um, that happened the other day and that was pretty fun. So that's fun with that game, I guess. But the main game that I'm addicted to lately is clubhouse is coming up with like clubhouse rooms and playing like we, we, I guess we talked about this yesterday with uh, CJ, but of, and you, you saw a little bit of the playlist rooms. Those have been fun. Yeah. Social, I I, if, if it were easier to play among us, I guess it's easy enough to play on the phone. I just don't do it. I guess we could play among us right now while we're podcasting. Well, I don't actually what the feel point like among us would be pretty easy to do with clubhouse. Yeah. Because you, you, I mean, maybe we should do an Among Us on Clubhouse. People must do that, though. People must be know. playing Among Us in Clubhouse. That is, that's a that is a fun idea. Because um, all you would need to do is share the game code. Yeah, share and, the room. Ooh, maybe we play Among Us on Clubhouse. That, something I'm enjoying watching you do with Clubhouse is desecrate the tech bros, like entrepreneurial space you know what i mean because i feel like uh, i feel like i hope they add more cool fun social things uh because yeah i mean it's more just like a fun a fun platform and it seems like a lot of it seems a bit stuffy you know yeah we should we should start a clubhouse room to play among us that is a Really, really good idea. Um, I just started up a, a room. Wait, you can't start it up while we're podcasting. Why not? Because we're podcasting. Well, I can't start a room on Clubhouse while we're while we're uh, podcasting. Oh, you're starting up. I mean, I guess I could. Room. I started Among Us room. I'm just saying. I've now I'm all in the mood to play games because, like, you got me all all Gamed game up. thinking. All, he got me all gamed up, and now I'm like, ooh, yeah, games, baby. Games, I mean, baby. <laughs> I, uh, um, I, um, I found this, this, I'm very excited about this new YouTube channel I found that seems to just be, like, obsessed with weird, uh, weird things. Like, th- okay, I'm not explaining it very well. This man bought a $3,000 copy of a McDonald's game that they made for the Nintendo DS that no one else had played before online. Mm. And I'm like, what is this YouTube channel? And why am I so fascinated by like weird bits of internet culture? You know? Yeah. I know what you mean. That like um, uncanny Valley sort of stuff. And you, you've always had like you, you, uh, when we were dating, one of the first dates was you took me to, um, what's that found footage show? Oh yeah. Oh, I wish that, I think they're doing it digitally, but yeah, the found footage show. No, but what was it called? It was, it's um, called found, found footage festival. I think. 
now, well, then I'm thinking is where that that weird 9-11 song we saw at like a... Yeah, yeah. It's the found it's footage it's festival. Called, it's called Everything is Awful. Oh, something like yeah. That. Something like that. What uh, Man, shoot, I don't remember. I think it's called but something like Everything is Awful. I love niche like j- people people joyously making niche content i think is really interesting that's um, what we're doing here we're joyously making niche content we're at the oh forefront God. of our core baby yeah i mean because i just think that there's so much joy to be had in people like enthusiastically pursuing something different and weird um and then explaining it to me in detail like i think that is what i like um which looking you back like on the it, most pedantic man you want the man to be oh oh super pedantic oh, and like so describe pedantic. it in way too much detail or woman yeah, you're, or woman when, when people are like who wants a mansplainer turns out you do i do but for like internet stuff or for like yeah just, we all like yeah. to explain things too in in like in in deep detail uh yeah because i don't yeah but not like useful stuff like i think that I've been thinking recently, and this is, you know, maybe TMI for the pod, but like we have to get into like nature documentaries or something before we have children so that they can be like smart and like good. Because what mm-hmm. if, what if I'm only playing like McDonald's game YouTube videos for a child and they're like really weird and no one like likes Well, them. we'll get into watching the good stuff when we have kids. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I mean, it's, if we watch all the nature docs before we have kids, then we're not going to want to rewatch them. That's true. That's true. That's very watch, true. So we got to we got to hold off on all yeah. of our smart stuff watching and just keep we, watching as much crap right now as we can. As we can. Yeah. It's kind of like shoveling it down. Time. Yeah. Because, you know, like it's I mean, I, I always, you know, I'm very much a future planner. I'm always sort of like overthinking things. Um you know, you just think like, well, if you only have an hour or two in the evening, I mean, now I have plenty of hours. So I'm like, yeah, I'll watch like Teen Mom 5. Yeah. But, you know, when your time is precious, you really do have to think, you know, I guess we have to watch The Mandalorian or like we should watch The Irishman like every night this week to like make sure that we. You know, play. if we're up at midnight tonight, uh, WandaVision, WandaVision comes out at midnight. Oh, that's uh, late. So that's why we usually watch it Friday morning. So you got to stay I off know. your phone. Spoilers uh, in the in the Friday morning. Yeah, that's true. It's nice to have spoilers again, though. Like not having just like yeah. binge. Because I I was never like a binge watcher. Like I really can't. Uh, I'm watching the possum. I'm watching the possum run all the way down the driveway, all the way down. Which one, little think, one? No, this one's a uh, bigger one. Um, Big boy. Um, blossom. Blossom. blossom I love it when they are visiting I guess they just live here so they're not really visiting I had a fun time representing Prince our cat in uh, the clubhouse room the pet forum I want to do that one again where you just like change your avatar to an animal and then you just talk as that animal That's really I think fun. you'd have a lot of you'd have a lot of fun with it you were you were busy and it, it was only open for a little bit when I was doing it I tried to get um, it can be a bit overwhelming at first. I'm recognizing Clubhouse can. Uh, like I tried to get my friend Daniel Barron, but I think he was like 
not ready for how just how social I mean, it can be or how many people yeah it can feel a little overwhelming i'm not i would say i'm not super into it compared to you um like i enjoy i think i'm more extroverted than yeah. you in some ways uh or at least well, in this way i have a phone phobia i think like i just don't like talking on the phone really mm. um i like talking on the oh. phone i feel like i was good at talking on the phone or not yeah, good but you're good yeah i mean i think for me it's hard to not it does trigger some element of like social anxiety of not being able to like see the faces or understand when to pop in with like a thought um it's even something I found hard with video calls where I have yeah. anxiety that I'm talking over someone um, and it's made it harder to sort of speak up in certain situations because I, I just don't know when to. Um, but yeah, it, it is like, I mean, cause I, I mean, I think at a, a time we thought maybe I was more extroverted than you are but I, I definitely feel like i'm a true introvert extrovert like mix i guess yeah maybe a I think shy, I, shy extrovert i think i'm on the cusp but i don't think i like I, I definitely need my downtime to recharge but it definitely i feel like i'm getting more and more filled up by um um by clubhouse by like that that energy yeah yeah well just by just yeah again by by new people or by groups of people um mm, yeah which is not something that you can replicate like we that's not something you can give me even though i'm very lucky to have you as a partner in general and especially in these times um yeah i'm I not a new person it's you're, you can't to... you can't be a new person and you can't be 20 new people yeah even if I put sock puppets on my hands and I'm like, and you've oh. only got, yeah. And I, and on all the cats and there's just yeah. this endless void, but I think it's, um, what's nice is just realizing again that like, that I need it and that, uh, I gotta make room for it. And, uh, yeah, there's different like, cause when I, it, yeah. I was fine, I think, cause when we started dating it was, not long after we started dating was when I started to like take steps back from stand up. one because I was busier working at ad agencies which is what I thought I wanted to do seemed like it was a good use and I was still kind of doing some stand up and then as I was doing more writing and stuff and being around you and your friends and our friends it was like well this this fills it up and I want to try to put but now in the pandemic or where we're at with it I feel like I've spent so much time in isolation working on writing things that I want to go back the other way where like whatever, whatever form standup takes again, I feel like I want to do it just because I like, I like that dynamic apparently, even if I, or, you know, yeah. even if I don't always like stand up itself. Um, and I think most, I like a lot of people feel that way. I, I don't think I'm like, shitting on the form or anything, just saying that, uh, you know, sometimes it's just, it seems so limiting. We were watching a special, you know, let's say by who, but sometimes we've watched some comedy specials that we've been really in, excited about, but I think, and, and, and interested in, but I think there's also been plenty of ones where we watch it and are just kind of like, uh, 
you know, I don't know. Like yeah. it, it's, it can just be like, it, it feels meaningless. So the, it's the ones that either are really funny in the stupid and absurdity or that feel meaningful have been impactful. And so not knowing in which direction to go on that for myself was like, well, I don't, maybe it's more in writing that I'll, I'll scratch this itch. And then, um, yeah, even just the it. amount of writing that I've done on the development projects with us this year feels like it's been enough writing to, well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what yeah. I'm saying. I'm just talking about filling up the cup. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It, it definitely, I think, I mean, I definitely like miss, I think shows too, like just like seeing content and being able to like sort of look at it from different angles and be like, do I, and I'm not talking about like TV shows. I mean like live shows, like concerts or like stand-up shows or any of the numerous like weird shows that are in LA that you can go to or be a part of um, where you get to like kind of meet people there and like at the same time think like, well, what did I like about it? What do I, you know, what do I, how do I relate to this person and their art? Which you can definitely do digitally but it's a whole other experience seeing somebody in real life and like feeling the energy of a crowd or feeling the way people are like pushed and pulled um or telling a joke in person is so completely different um and gives you a completely different feeling to see somebody laugh and like feel that energy coming from them yeah it's uh yeah i think it it it's hard to not I mean, so I we I'm, I've done the like picture this show a few times digitally and a few and, and it's a great show digitally great I, I do really like it but um, you know they always have to ask people to like unmute themselves to laugh like that's like a common thing I think with a lot of digital comedy shows is like making sure people can laugh digitally but it does yeah. still feel like strange to present. To like, because even if some people are laughing, you're not really laughing to a whole room. It's, you're not really presenting to a whole room, you know? Yeah. I guess what I'm just saying is like, it's a completely, it's a different vibe. It's a different thing almost. Like you're much, it's much more like you're recording a tape than you're with somebody in a present moment, like being there together as humans, which yeah. I think Clubhouse is more immediate in that way. Like you do feel like you're there with human beings, with other people. Yeah. I think with what I want to do with stand up when it returns, just go back to creating a space as well. It's been fun as well on Clubhouse is creating spaces that are a certain vibe, that are a certain mood that people can feel safe uh, in, in and be weird and goofy also. I'm only slightly bitter that, uh, that I've like, you've, you're, uh, because they book animators and comedians on picture this, but we've only done it together the once. I'm only slightly bitter about that. You've done it a bazillion times. And it's like, well, I'm just over here. You guys, you know about me. I mean, I'm, you could, you could ask. No, no, right, that's fine. You don't need to. I don't yeah. know if I, I feel like I've even put myself forward for it more, and, yeah. but I wasn't, I, but also to the defense of a comedy booker, it's not like I was really hustling or doing it um yeah Why don't at I'm the saying? same time 
we kind of crushed it when we did it together and we were just riffing. Yeah, it was fun doing it together the one time and, and just riffing. I think it, yeah, I think, I mean, uh, the show has changed a lot um, and they do tend to like book a lot of new people now as mm-hmm. opposed to like the same roster. Um, yeah, that's true. There's a million bazillion comedians. So I, that's why I say I can't really properly be bitter about it. Only a little bitter. <laughs> we we do our own picture of this every day in our no, house. Don't. I mean, I would love to, but you're playing picture of this with, uh, oh man, I just caught a glimpse of myself in the mirror and saw how old I feel like I look. It's the Oh lighting. my gosh. You're, don't wreck yourself by checking yourself out. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, do you ever have moments where you're like, oh my, like, do you feel like you look like your mom as you oh, remember yeah. when oh, you were a kid? Did I thought you said, do you remember your mom? And I'm like, yes, Grant. I remember my mom. <laughs> do you think you look like your um, mom or you kind of look like your mom? Well, I've always grown up being told I was like a carbon copy of my dad. Um, and I do think it's funny that now we have the same hair length, um, which is a little frustrating because I wanted, you know, it's just hard to maintain a, a short pixie cut in covid times um but yeah sometimes i catch myself in the mirror and i'm like oh wow i i really do look like my mom um and i i, I you look like your dad too. i mean if your hair was if your hair was all white you and you grew a mustache yeah which i'm planning to you know i'm planning to grow a big bushy mustache yeah big, great oh, big bushy beard um it's a me gender is a construct you could yeah it, it really is um but yeah, every once in a while, I catch like a glimpse of myself in the mirror, and I'm, and I'm like, oh, I really do look like my mom a lot more. I think I've, as I've gotten older, um, and like more, I want to say more delicate. That's like a weird way of putting it, but like, um, maybe just like the way my mom is anxious and acts anxious. I'm like, oh yeah, I look like my mom. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Oh woof. Um, just like in moments I'll be like, Oh yeah, there she is. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't super. Yeah. I, I do like, it's weird to, to think about, I mean, this could be a whole podcast. Like, I mean, I've, I feel like I've spent the last year like dissecting like how in my head, like how strange it is that like I came from my mom and then my mom came from my grandmother. And like someday mm. I will have children and they will be part of me, but they, my mom will also be part of, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like bloodlines, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't have any weed or anything. I just really feel like there's, and I don't, I also wholly don't believe that you are your parents or like your parents have anything to do with how you, I mean, they are to do with how you are as a person, but like, I don't think that bloodlines are everything. Yeah. But. Well, that's good. No. <laughs> but I just think it's interesting that we all are connected in that way. Sounds like Death Stranding really had an impact on you. Yeah, I actually just love Death Stranding so much. <laughs> you know, but that's what I mean. Like, some. <laughs> 
sometimes you they'll say something that like to humans like and I'm like wow that's like really cool and then like a sentence later I'm like fuck this can we say the f word on this podcast it's up to you co-host oh my gosh I don't know what if children listen I, I marked the whole show as explicit okay good fuck 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 yeah i would say i'd say that's the least offensive thing you've said anyway you're the whole yeah you're you're gonna be canceled bloodlust bloodthirsty ansty out on the out on (laughs) don't say i mean i don't mind getting held accountable if i did something wrong please definitely send me an email if i did something wrong no don't do that don't i mean send it to me rate the podcast one star no feel free to do that no. rate <laughs> leave us a bad review on no every platform <laughs> and subscribe I, oh app. but still subscribe no un, unsubscribe unsubscribe rate it five stars and delete the app throw it in the room <laughs> yeah delete the app please delete the app um no so that's- what do you say should we take this party to clubhouse I mean, wait, so are we going to do the Among Us on Clubhouse? Wow, what I don't we... know. It sounds, sounds kind of fun. Yeah, let's give it a shot. We'll try to make this work. Right. Dude, let's I've wrap up this podcast so then. People. Okay. Okay. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to play us out with uh, another song by Talk Time called Colors. And I'm going to give thanks to our producers who... Uh, new co-producer Ashlyn Anstey along with our regular producers Prince Milo Moose help me name our producers Prince Milo Moose Moose, Shadow Peanut Butter Squeaky and Nala Squeaky Mama and Shadow Peanut butter, peanut butter, Prince, Milo, Moose, and Zeus, and Squeaky, and Shadow. Peanut butter and Nala, 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 Nala. Peanut butter, Prince, and Zeus. Prince, and Zeus. Prince, and Zeus, 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 Zeus. This should have been the whole show. It's just us singing over this song. I don't know. Watch. <laughs> they can't watch Ashlyn. <laughs> they can't watch Ashlyn. They listen. <laughs>